Welcome to the new age. It's your god day time. In new age, we trust. How y'all feeling today, fellas? It is Friday. I feel pretty good. You know, it's the end of the week. Uh, interesting week. And here at New Age, we identify as anything but trust fund babies. In other words, trust fund babies we are not. However, we bring you our perspective on business, money, and culture. And today is Overlooked Stories of the Week. Where we see a story that we think is overlooked and we bring it to you guys' attention. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. So I'm going to go straight to LJ's view to give out, to give his Overlooked Story of the Week. Let's go. So my Overlooked Story of the Week comes from a woman's empowerment perspective. Okay. This week, report came out that the WNBA will find or is cons- uh, will find the Liberty, whatever their last name of their team is, <laughs> the New York Liberty. I'm sorry, <laughs> the New York Liberty, five hundred grand, and they're considering terminating the f- entire franchise from the league because the owner has put players on charter flights against the league's policy. What do you guys think about this story? Well, let, let's let's start with this story is so overlooked, you don't even know the city that the team is in. Right, right. <laughs> um I, are they still considering I thought they was considering, you know, getting putting them out the league, but settled for the five hundred thousand dollar fine. That's well, what, they f- they find them off top, uh-huh. but they was considering that's taking heavier actions. But they that's not on the table anymore. But according to the report, they just see that they considering. So the WNBA is in an interesting position. They they have been in an interesting position since they've been in a position. The WNBA just doesn't make enough money, and and now we got. Think I think they cited a competitive advantage. Was was that the reason why they got fined? Well, it's or why good, they're not allowed to do basically private jets and stuff? Yeah, because some teams can't afford right. to put their players on private jets. So to your point, if you know New York Liberty, they may can afford it versus. A team in Oklahoma right. or something like that. So it would give them a competitive advantage is what the league feels because they can get there a lot faster. They can get more rest, yeah. et cetera. I mean, we run a sport. I think the rules in the sport has to be taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. So I do get from the standpoint, if I'm a league owner and you're a league owner and we agree to something and you just completely break and disregard yeah disregard the rules to the actual league is and the league is centered around a game i don't think it's going to give people uh advantage as far as play in the in play but it we we agreed to a rule so i do understand it from that standpoint so you know a lot of people was crucifying the wnba for the fine and this that, and the third i don't think it's necessarily a a, a fair rule but it's the rule, mm-hmm. and they broke it. And as business people, when you agree to a, a deal, you can't break it. 
So that's I'm a zig when everybody zigs on this one. No, WNBA should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> There's no way in the world you finding me for making my players feel comfortable. I feel like I got – first of all, this should be in the budget in the first place for all WNBA teams. It Why should, should it be? You realize we don't make profit. The WNBA has not made a profit. Since the WNBA has been ex- in existence. So, why? I mean, this is a question because, I mean, I don't know too much about the WNBA. That's why it's the overlooked story of the week. <laughs> why do you think they don't make profit? They the WNBA. They don't have enough attention brought to that league. It, I mean, you, it just comes down to viewership. So, if I make They've done a better job as of late. They get more sponsorships. They get more, you know, TV deals. They've done a better job as of lately. But if you look at the entire, t- entire history of the league, I mean, it just hasn't drawn enough interest. So, if I make you commissioner of the WNBA tomorrow, what's one of your first things you're doing to, you know, gain popularity? I think you should do tournament style, maybe. I think you should just try to make it a straight-up tournament from the go. Like a March Madness type of tournament, I think that would be, you know, I think that'd hopefully, far as you know, gameplay, I think that'd do something. And then you just gotta try to market the females as much as you can to, not just you know, like it's very niche. So you kind of gotta bring your athletes out that niche bubble. But as far as gameplay, I would do a tournament style. I would do something centered around a partnership, some type of partnership with the NCAA, you know, women's college women basketball, because that has some hype and has had hype throughout, you know, the history of the WNBA. So I would kind of either model some of what they do or find some type of partnership that we can do to get us more, you know, publicity and exposure as the WNBA. But do you just think it's a lack of players that you know? You know how you got your Steph Curry's over here, you got your KDs. You know you don't have a one. Well, again, I could be speaking out of turn because I don't know too much about the WNBA. Is there a female? Is there female WNBA players that stand out? That's you know a Curry, a KD, uh, a Luca type of player that really stands out. Absolutely, it's absolutely stars in the sport of. Um, the WNBA is, I think that their mark, the way that they market their product is horrible. And I think that that's the difference. Like I said, if you look at college, college basket, female, and we just talking about the females, gets probably gets more attention than, you know, the professional league. And the professional league, though, the college is the feeder system for the professional league. So that says a lot within itself. Yeah, when you got the amateurs getting more attention or just as much attention as the professional professional sport, the professionals are doing a, a terrible job. And I'm not saying that is the professional athletes, but the professional owners mm-hmm. in the professional league is just doing a terrible job. Antonio, let's go to your Overlook Story of the Week. My Overlook Story of the Week is the overlook power of cryptocurrency. Over the last week, Ukraine has raised over $54 million in Bitcoin. Mm. This has taken Ukraine from, you know, uh, uh, struggling in the war to being uh, strong in the war. They now have money, assets to fund the war or pay their citizens. They said they were going to pay their citizens that's fighting in the war 
three well in U.S. dollars three thousand five hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's three times the normal income of a Ukraine person. Mm. Wow! So fighting a war, you can make some money. So yeah, you can risk your life as well. <laughs> He's just saying I mean, it was doing it anyway. So, it was doing it anyway. <laughs> so, the way you said it was right. just like go make some money. Right. Sign up. Sign, Sign me up, up to lose go. your life. <laughs> but then also the power the power of cryptocurrency. Russia has been hit with so many sanctions, they're going they don't really care about the sanctions because they're also getting using Bitcoin as well to go around the sanctions. So you have numerous authorities trying to freeze these assets to the Russians. And now you have the crypto uh, currency markets saying that we're not doing anything. We're not doing. We're not freezing anything. Some not, of the uh, exchanges. Yeah, Coinbase, Binance came out earlier earlier today saying that we're not doing none of that. This is cryptocurrency. This is a free market. We can't do that. It go against our beliefs and our you know. You said who said that? Coinbase and Binance. Binance, I think, changed that position. This was three hours ago, buddy. buddy. Yeah, that's Binance. A, yeah. Previously, you saying previously they was exiting, they was standing against Russia, right? That's what you're saying. Well, I thought what happened was previously that they was trying to stay neutral, mm-hmm. and then changed it like into what Antonio just reported. Right. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. So, so you saying Binance is against or for Russia, Antonio? Oh, uh, they said we not, we not, we not, we're not banning nobody. Mm-hmm. It's cryptocurrency, it's a free world. You do what you want with your crypto. That's out of, out of our hands. So, <clears throat> that's my overlook story of the week: the power of crypto. And hey, who knows where it can go from here? You, um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up and, and clearing that up. Uh, I, I think people is sleeping on the power of not only, you know, crypto, but the the people, the community of crypto. Like crypto, the users and, and I don't even want to say users, the community and the people is going to determine elections, is going to determine, you know, who they choose to fund and investments and all like this is going to be a real class of people and to be honest a real wealthy class of people depending on you know how things play out so listen you got people like elizabeth warren on on congress just running her mouth talking about this we have to ban this we they can fund russia and like it's their job but you ain't trying to ban uh, 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 a PayPal or you know like think it's just listen I mean you can be against crypto all you want you're going against a huge class of people so I advise you to at least know what you're going against you know my perspective on this is that you know I take a step back and look at this abstractly you know crypto I think it's it's safe to say that crypto has put on the biggest marketing campaign since Trump was in office and the stimulus packages and things was going on and in the pandemic, like, you know, when the pandemic first entered in and everybody was, you know, 
there was so much controversy around the jab. Crypto has, I think it's safe to say that it's, if not tied, the amount of noise that's surrounding it has probably surpassed it over the last year. And that's what? Um, the marketing or the noise surrounding and the controversy surrounding crypto and regulations, whether it's good, whether it's bad, versus um, the pandemic and, and getting the jab. You think you think so? Yeah, it's you don't think it's the um so much noise around crypto as within this last year. No, I'm just saying you saying it's, it's just from just, a controversial standpoint and a marketing standpoint. That's all you see on every airway, every news um report, and especially now with this Russia thing going on, it's heightened. Is to so even basically more you saying it's more noise around crypto than it was the vaccine. Yeah, I'm saying that it's either caught up to it or surpassed oh, it. Oh, as of right now. Yeah, as okay. of right now. And, you know, I remember just a year ago, uh, even more than a year ago, but just a year ago, Google has um, allowed marketing for crypto again because it was banned or suspended mm -hmm. a few years ago, maybe in 2017, 2018. But then they decided, you know, um, to start doing the campaign, uh, allowing the campaigns and stuff to go forth. And since then, you know, you've heard so much noise and you you was hearing sprinkled noise along the way. But since then, you've heard it all over media outlets and airways. So I think that that's what's overlooked, um, along with, like you said, that shows the amount of power and um hoopla that's surrounding this this asset class got you i'm gonna go to my overlook story of the week it's gonna be in the animation anime industry okay so crunchyroll was bought out last year if anybody doesn't know what crunchyroll is it's an anime streaming service basically the netflix of anime let's just say right uh crunchyroll was bought out for one point 175 billion dollars from another animation i mean another anime streaming service called funimation okay that the parent company of funimation is sony so basically sony bought out crunchyroll for 1.175 billion dollars folks this is how you build a business that's like that's all I really want to shed light on. A lot of people's not going to talk about this business. A lot of people's not going to talk about this acquisition. Crunchyroll was founded in 2006. Was founded in 2006. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not sure if the founders is still there today. They could have, you know, sold the company years ago or whatever the case may be. But the vision that they had in 2006 was perfect and they and really what i just want to shed a light on this is how you build a business you you find you find a niche you find a community that could be quote unquote underserved and you try to and you try to deliver a product and a service to them you know the best of your capabilities this was a streaming service a subscription streaming service um just full of anime content and it went directly and it caught fire 
because of the anime community. And the anime community has continued to grow. We see anime NFTs going bonkers as of late. So, like, you know, a lot of people won't think this is, you know, noteworthy news or they'll probably, they might see it on the Twitter feed and keep scrolling. This is huge for people that is aspiring entrepreneurs, aspiring uh, people that want to start a startup. This is a blueprint on how to make a billion dollars. And I'm going to go a step further to add to what you said. Not only is, you know, you took the perspective and vantage point of how you start and build a business, right? I'm going to talk about how you pivot and continue to expand the business from Sony's perspective. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they was able to deliver an awesome product. We're talking about Crunchy um, Roll. Crunchy Roll. Start an excellent product, you know, build a community and user base. And what Sony was able to do was monopolize on the work. They didn't, you know, choose to reinvent the wheel of something that they may not have had, you know, much experience in. Correct. Instead, they bought out um, somebody who made a huge footprint in the anime space. And they'll take that and pivot it into the future and expand what they've, the conglomerate that Sony already has. I think it's a win-win for both parties. Man, I, I, I knew nothing about this. Mm -hmm. But for Funimation, a top, you know, in that category, to buy Crunchyroll, a top in that category is a great business move for, fun, um, what's it called again? Well, Crunchyroll? Another one. Funimation. Funimation. Mm -hmm. Funimation. I skip my mind for a second. That's a great move for Funimation. The popularity of Funimation and what they bring, like with the animes they bring, right. and then the streaming service of Crunchyroll. Right. That's a that's a wonderful <laughs> business move. Like, I, yeah. that, that's definitely overlooked story because I had no knowledge of that, and I'm not an anime person. Mm -hmm. But I know about those two companies. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good one. That's a good. One. <clears throat> and like I said, they was bought out in. August 31st, 2012, around, you know, summertime of, of 2021. And this week, this is why it's overlooked story of the week, because this week, uh, Funimation content is finally going on Crunchyroll. Mm -hmm. so, so also what's overlooked is Funimation, Crunchyroll, Funimation is buying Crunchyroll or acquiring Crunchyroll but Funimation's content is going on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll's content, that, that tells you how big Crunchyroll's brand is. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a huge overlooked story. On that note, let's get out of here, fellas. It is Friday. We had a good week uh, this week. I hope everybody listening had a good week as well. It's been an a, a interesting week and an interesting journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, like, comment, subscribe. Give us five stars. Follow us on New Age Trust, Instagram, TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at New Age. This is the New Age. In the New Age, we trust.